Hi, dear, my little friend. Oh my goodness. Hello. How are you <laughs> today, Jen Ponton? I'm doing pretty dang well. How are you doing, Lillian Bustle? Pretty dang. Same. Good. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. Um, How's I... all that lime crime in your hair? Oh, it's great. Uh, it was so funny. I was, <laughs> I was telling Jen, and I'm doing this for the video, just so you can see. Um, I usually hang on my hair, and then I put some kind of temporary dye on top of it. Now, uh, there are probably people out there that are peeing in their pants right now because you've been told that you're not supposed to use dye with henna, and that's you're not supposed to use ammonia and bleach and stuff like that with henna. Which, by the way, I also do. But anyway, um, I. I henna my hair, which coats the shaft, it makes my hair nice and bouncy, and then I do something that's a little less brassy on top of it, um, and I need, do need to do that because my roots are messed up, but I was able to get a, I got, I got at least another three more days now because I used the fuchsia Ooh. conditioner, and I like how the conditioner leaves my hair too, so it's yeah. real shiny, it covers my roots up just enough that like... I don't feel like I look a little. I look a little witchy sometimes, which is not a bad thing. It's just not what I'm going for currently. Um, sure. And I feel anyway. It's nice. I feel a little more myself. And That's delightful. It took three to five minutes instead of four to eight hours. Oh my god! Big five. Four to eight hours. I never leave it on that long. I leave it on like four. God, I have to tell you, oh. post post putting the purple in my hair. Yes, I am like so over the moon that I never hennaed to red because yeah. my hair just looks better on the lighter spectrum. Yeah, I would say so. It just so. does. Well, even when you had the, the red wig in Franny, it was still like strawberry blonde parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Not, which was, yeah. a, it was like Julianne Moore red, which is yes, yes, a yes, bold yes. color. But yeah, like the only thing that would agree with my o overall very ghostly tone. <laughs> <laughs> ghostly. <laughs> yeah, I um, I have a hard time when things go too, too brassy. Um, so I can do like a day or two before I tone it down, but I... Reds that are too orange, whether it's lipstick well, or my hair, it just doesn't work. I have too many blue undertones. It's not. Well, you're a winter, right? You're like. I've never had that done, but I don't <gasps> really. Well, I don't. Uh, I know what colors I look good in, and I'm not interested yeah. in trying to wear other colors anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> I really care. Right. Right. <laughs> my, I'm tired uh, of pushing that. <laughs> Don's mom's sister was like, oh, we have to do that. And I was like, if you think it's fun, but like. If you I if, found it if you so somehow fun. wake up and and it turns out that what I should be wearing is like turquoise all the time, I'm not going to because <laughs> I don't like it. I like I like browns, I like purples, I like reds, I like grays. Uh, I don't want to wear yellow ever, and there's shades of green I can't wear. Not can't. I can do whatever I want. I just prefer not. That's very to. funny. I'm wearing yellow right now. I know you look so good in yellow. <laughs> I'm wearing a yellow cardigan with my you little banana dress. So good in yellow. Oh, I bet it looks crazy great with that banana dress. It's cute. I mean, it's especially on camera, it's fine. Although I will say, in regular sunlight, the bananas are too bright, and my cardigan is too mustard. Oh, but you know, well, if ifs and buts were you candy, just have to take it all off then. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> when did I sign that? <laughs> Probably. Probably. It's one of those 
there's one of those signs up outside your house that's like, if you choose to be in this area, you're consenting to be, to be naked. Like man on street interviews. Exactly. <laughs> um, welcome to All the Fucks. This, this is, is our podcast. All the Fucks. This is All the Fucks. It, every single one. And it is our podcast. I get to do it with my friend Lillian Bustle. <gasps> I get to do it with my friend Jen Ponton. And every week, and sometimes most days in a week, <laughs> we talk at length about all of the ushy, gushy, gooey, irky, hurt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all of those feelings mm. that just fill and uh, ruminate in a mm. Very sensitive, empathetic, tender person, mm-hmm. such as ourselves. Simmering. Lots of simmering. simmering. <laughs> Everything is simmering. Everything's marinating. It's all slow cookers. It's all emotional slow, yes, slow cookers. Yes, <laughs> but also sometimes pressure cookers. <laughs> sometimes. It's sometimes it's an instant pot. <laughs> sometimes it's a hibachi. Girl, let me tell you, it's always a pressure cooker with me. Hey! <laughs> It is. I have so much rage. Oh, no. (laughs) I do. Most people have no idea. No, that's been a delight getting to know you because we've always snarked together. I mean, you can't work retail and not snark with people. But, um, yeah, I know. I didn't know, like, the amount of marvelous, sparkly, righteous indignation that is inside of you or... Uh, hey, resentment. would you like to know some? Oh God, oh, so much, so much of all of those. Nah. Uh-huh. Oh, we should do an episode on grudges sometime. I'm gonna try to write that down. Mm. Wait, have we though? Have we talked about that kind of thing? Nope, we have not. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sounds good. Because there's actually something <laughs> I didn't get to in my frenemies that I could have. Uh, writing it down like a old timey person <laughs> is that mostly because you're singing like Peter and the Wolf yeah that was so good <laughs> I used to love that as a kid I fucking loved Peter and the Wolf, and I think Disney maybe produced something where they did like an animated version. That oh, yeah, only, I think it was so. right. It was uh, it was silent, and it only went along with the music, <gasps> like Fantasia E. Yeah. Oh, yes. how fun! It may have, and I could be, I could be mixing it with something else. I learned it may have even had like moments where the action would pause, and they were like, "And now the piccolo comes in, and to show you what the piccolo is, oh, here's I remember a butterfly." That. No, I remember that. Right? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a <laughs> that and labyrinth and hook and all of the feelings. I could watch labyrinth at any moment of any day. Labyrinth ever. Princess Bride. I'll never get tired of. You know, you know the old standards, yeah. the standby. Oh, of course. Absolutely. But Troll I would two. also like to go ahead and too. <laughs> I'm eschewing lashes specifically. Like, I really miss that drama. Um, mm. But once again, like, my, my, I, can't, I, can't, I cannot argue with the fact that I haven't been wearing makeup. I look so nice. <laughs> I'm stealing Jen, um, dear listeners yeah. and watchers, since some of you are going to see this. Um, and also, here's an incentive to go to our Instagram if you want to see what I'm talking about. Right now. If you oh, want, yeah. If you want to, like, wallow in my vanity with me. Um, 
I'm very, I'm not vain about a lot of things, but my skin and generally my fingernails, although they are naked right now. Um, your, your tapery witchy fingernails. The, yes. Yeah. The only, I also wonder what, how I might like them if they made like big blonde ones. I might like oh, that even girl, more. They without have to. Putting, that has to be a thing. Right. And I, I don't even think put you would like that them. as I much. Have... I don't think you would like that as much as you think, though. <laughs> you think I'd look like some albino? I think um, so. Hideaway, <laughs> which is not. It's not. Probably. You know. Okay, so I don't know if you ever remember the very first time you saw someone without eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I do. It was a. It was a lady that I was selling Girl Scout cookies to, and I just stared at her and stared at her, and I was like, "What is it about her face that's missing?" And then I realized it was she didn't have, she literally didn't have eyebrows. They were shaved off or burned off or whatever. They were gone. Right. Uh, I think you would have a similar feeling if you had big, like blonde, blonde eyelashes. I think that you would be like, oh, what's what's this? What's happening? But maybe I'm wrong. To be fair, to be fair, though, that is sort of a feeling that I seek. When we're discussing By like desired things. the core desired feelings, that's one of them. <laughs> Working out the bugs and kinking up the kinks. Boop boop boop. Hey, Hi. that's our new byline. <laughs> I'm gonna make us a webpage that just has the old construction icon and then the and then that in italics in quote marks like an Italian deli. Oh God, I love it. But like also Comic Sans, please. <laughs> Yeah! Oh my god, yes. With a little ticker as for in neon I would green for hope how many so. Yeah, and the little Bob the Builder guy being like, ding, <laughs> yes! Ding, ding, ding. You're there. You're there. Oh, man. One mind. One mind. You know, um, I, <laughs> a friend of mine who uh, I've known for oh, like 12 years now, who has been my hairdresser in the past, um, when I first went to his salon, I. I you know what lorem ipsum is? It's a it's a uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a set of it's sample the, text. Yes, that's like yes, it's the Latin that yeah, 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 right. So I did not know what that was, and I was making an appointment for him to do a haircut with me. And I remember I was like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but your entire website is in Latin, and and he didn't know what was happening either because he had farmed it out to somebody to do his web design and he was like well that's not good but <laughs> that's what I think about when I think of websites under construction <laughs> that's delightful it's fucking delightful <sighs> also that should never be visible to a visitor that should only be visible in the oh, editing yeah bay. I agree <laughs> this was again what? I'm gonna say it was like eight or nine years ago so oh sure right more wiggle room for people who are trying to do their own shit but still fair i'm ever i'm mortified anytime i publish something and i don't realize it's there i'm like oh Oh. oh, look at that we we weren't ready to go live with that more fuckalicious feelings fuckalicious yeah no that when that happens um i feel it in my teeth when I realized that somebody, it may, you know, when you realized, when you realized that all those people had seen your, your secret, but not secret website, like that's what I felt for you. I felt a vibration inside the, in my teeth, like teeth. in each one of my teeth, like in the very inside, it's like, it's like, 
it is like that ice in my stomach, but like going all the way down, and then my teeth are like, like oh, have you ever? Have you ever? Why was this a thing? Have you ever licked a battery? Like a the square? What's the square one? Nine volts. You're, yeah, the nine volts. You're supposed to be able to tell if it can, if it still has any juice in it by touching your tongue to the two contact points. Why is that right. something I know? Why wouldn't I just get a battery tester? <laughs> Pro- thanks, mom. Probably because um, you've already got one in your mouth. Exactly. It's free. But that taste, that that if my mm-hmm. teeth could oh. feel that taste, that's what it is. Oh my god! Yeah, thankfully I don't feel it in my teeth. Uh, but there's some absolutely giant slab of ice in my stomach yep. that immediately just <laughs> goes down my legs. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple of times in my life where I'm like, "Am I peeing ice water? Is that what this feeling is? Am I?" I lose control of my bladder and all. Maybe somehow. I'm dying. That's got to be it. I'm dying. Yeah. Yep. It's <laughs> uh, uh, a long world. It was embarrassing. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, you're going to be able to tell oh when that second God. one starts because there's just like a wall of sound on my fascinating <laughs> sound. Yes, please. Oh no my god, fucking delight. None. I earned none, that one. none needed. Apologies neither desired nor required. <laughs> I we should maybe uh whenever I do like whenever Georgia burps on uh MFM, they bleep it. <laughs> they don't like cut it out, they're just like boop. Because maybe maybe people don't want me belching in their ear. Maybe there's people who want I mean, me to belch in their ear. More ideas and ideas and ideas and ideas. Lillian, we gotta get this rolling. How do I reach Online my people? store? Only fans, girl. <laughs> I just, I need to know. I got, I just, I need to start hanging out on Reddit, I guess. <laughs> you, you would never sleep. No, I never would. You'd never for, sleep. For myriad reasons. You'd never shower. Oh. You'd never cook I wouldn't again. shower unless someone was paying me to shower. <laughs> Would you like to taste the flavor of my brain mashed potatoes today? Because I think they're veering towards yes. garlic, I think is what. Yes. Catch. Garlic, a buttery garlic mash. Catch the flavor, taste the rainbow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, sli- yeah, sliding doors moments, that's real good. I think especially for two people who have had a lot of um, fortunate spins on the wheel of fate as well. Like, that's kind of, you and I have really ended up in very good places for both of our life paths. This could be, like, lucky moments or, like, winning moments or, Mm. I mean, decisions, obviously, like, there's some big ones that are obvious, but any... Any little things where, yeah, I think you get it, right? You guys get it, right? Yeah, you, you, you guys get it. I don't get it. You guys no, get you're it. good. You they got don't. it. You done got it. <laughs> oh Shoot, gosh, you got I'm it. I'm so ready. <laughs> Shoot! Lost, yes! M O O N, that spells win. <laughs> Tell you what. Mm. Tell you what. What? Hooray. Hooray. 
Okay, so why don't you why don't you kick us off? Well, I think the first thing that comes unless to you have mind, a question, a uh, question for the universe. Oh, question for the universe. Question for us to then like extrapolate. Oh, uh, no. What what was a time where you felt like you made a really good hard decision? Let's start there. Uh, a decision. No, 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 let's not even say really good. Let's just say a really hard decision. Really hard decision. Yep. A time when you were like, "Oh fuck, what am I gonna do?" And then you made the decision. That's a good question. Uh, the thing that immediately comes to mind would be moments where I stood up for myself. Ooh, nice. And that is, that has always innately been a hard decision because I have been a pleaser my entire life. Mm, same. And I would rather... T- an earlier iteration of me would have rather take the hit and keep the people around me oh, girl. happy. No, I've eaten shit so many times where I'm oh, like, it's yeah. not my fault, but if you guys will just calm down and start talking to each other, then I'll take the blame. Yeah, right. And so I think the really difficult, the most difficult decision, uh, decisions that I ever made were to walk away from something that I loved that wasn't good for me. Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> and that's hard. That's, that's a, like the hardest. That's, a, that's like a little morsel to put it in, but I've had to do it in several different instances. And we talked about frenemies last week, and that certainly applies to uh, like minimum three people. Three, uh, four. Sure. Uh, a handful of beloved people who were beloved to me and really for myriad reasons just not good for me either because it was just a yeah mismatch or they were really unkind to me from jump um and uh and that has always been a really really <laughs> tough decision like oh letting my sure. well-being come first yeah. uh, is huge. And like the feeling is absolutely of skydiving. Like, uh, oh my God. And also knowing it's not just like, oh, this is a risk. I could lose this relationship. It's like, nope, if you do this, you're going to lose this relationship. And I've had to make that choice with several people several times. Yep. And it sucks every time, but I'll tell you, I'm, I don't regret any of them. No, 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 no. Me neither. I regret things that I've done where people have had to cut me off because <laughs> I did something yeah. stupid. But no, all of those things, I mean, it for me, it's almost better when it is a defining moment where you're like, let's have a conversation. Is this how you want to treat me forever? And the person's like, yeah, that's how I treat you. And then you're like, I don't want it anymore. And they're like, well, you're, you suck. And you're like, no, but bye. Like that is so much better than just the growing of heart to have that final conversation. Even if it's a blow up, even if it's not calm, like I said, even if it's like, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's even better. Cause how many times have we ever, how many times do we get to do that? To like go out in a blaze very, of glory. Hopefully, very few. I don't know. I could use a couple extra. I don't want. I don't, I don't want. It. I don't want to 
burn bridges and stuff. But every there but are a couple things. But if you do, you want it to be a righteous reason. Yeah, man. This bitch needs to flip a table at least once. Come on. Uh, the the yeah. thing that sticks out for me as like, um, oh, as far as decisions go, it was really probably moving to New York. Mm. Like having, when I was in college, I had, I had a radio show with the college station and I got a call while I was not while I was on the air, but while I was broadcasting from what was your show called? Oh, I don't think that we, it was just like morning drive time. And my DJ name was Jinx. I think I've mentioned Yes, DJ Jinx. And, uh, I was not terribly good at it because I didn't know modern music. I like, Kind of played the same shit over and over, but it was endlessly fun. Um, and it, like, you couldn't take the CDs home and listen to them to see what else. So I, it's, <laughs> I would kind of look to see what was starred. And then I would like, I'd be like, Oh, I think I've heard of SR 71. Let's play that song a bunch. Um, regardless, I think that I have always had a natural, um, like speak, public speaking like public speaking comes naturally if, if what you're asking me to do is to talk about the three songs I just played to talk about what I'm going to do next which is to play a couple ads and then to read the weather and then maybe read a couple of like announcements for St. Augustine uh, community crap I'm your girl like I am super good at that you can hear the <laughs> smile in my voice because I am generally happy when I'm doing things like that and sure. um Regardless, I got a call from the local radio station and the guy was like, hey, I've been listening to you for a while. Um, I want to offer you a full-time job as a DJ. <gasps> now, I didn't even get so far as to ask him what that would entail. And I knew it was a smaller station, so I'm sure that it wasn't going to be a whole lot. But if I had done that, that would have been a, an incredible stepping stone. Jacksonville was right there. And they had real big radio stations there. I could, I could, I could have been a DJ. You could have been a Florida. DJ. I could have been a Florida DJ. <laughs> but now that you're saying those things out loud, I don't want that. I would have been great or, at or, it. Or do you really want it? You would have been fantastic. But as I Are like to kidding? say, when people say you'd be a great mom. What I like to say right. is, I'm really good at a lot of shit I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Super good at cleaning. I'm not that. And paying bills. <laughs> I mean, yourself, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> oh, no. No, girl. <laughs> I'm really good at reading the weather. Um, but no, my mom, I made the mistake of telling my mom. And then she fought with me about moving to New York. She was like, no, you need to stay there and do this. And I was like, no, absolutely not. No, I do not need to do that. And um, she was t scared that I wasn't going to get a job in theater. <clears throat> and I got many jobs in theater and none of them paid a whole lot. And I got a bunch of sure. other jobs that were terrible. But I'm a... Sure. Uh, but look at me now. I'm naked all the time. <laughs> my skin is great. I have wonderful friends and I have a podcast. So... But yeah, that was, so I mean, New York was big for me for a million different reasons, but the fact that it was not specifically like, what am I going to do? I graduated, 
that, that I had an opportunity waiting for me that I decided to chuck, mm-hmm. it did make it harder. Especially in the three months following where I was like, oh, cool, I have no job or friends. <laughs> sure, oh, my God. And you're just up in New York with your crazy dad? Yep. <laughs> just hanging out on the Upper East Side in a, in a dirty apartment where everybody in the building hates my grandma because her apartment smells so bad. No, no. Oh, no. Uh, Apropos of almost nothing. That's the best. uh, This will not not surprise you in the least, Mm. but probably, when did you graduate? Mm. Oh, oh, one? From college? No. 2000? 2000 was college, yeah. Um, So right after that, basically... Mm. I became the announcer for my high school. <laughs> like over the over the loudspeaker? I was the yeah, I was the intercom. Oh my god, yeah. that's like head nerd. Yeah. You were top nerd. I was yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won. That's and I had That's better than a, anything. Oh my god, that's way better than lettering and spelling, I gotta tell you. I had a delightful time. That's so too. great. No, it's so Of so course great. I did. Mm-hmm. Of course I did. And um, I forget how the opportunity presented itself, but it did. And they were like, oh, you probably want Jen Ponton to do this. And they were like, hey, <laughs> Jen Ponton, do you want to do this? And I'm like, duh, I do. Duh. How often did you guys so, have announcements? Was it just like morning Every stuff? single day. Morning Every single every day. day. So I would, yeah, I'd park my car and I'd go into the front office and be like, what's up? And I'd sit down with the mic and be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I love uh, you more every time I talk to you. uh, Same. Same. I also uh, would give absolutely preferential treatment to my friends when it was their birthday. And I'd be like, what's up, Tammy? (laughs) Everybody say hello to Tammy today. She is 17. (laughs) Yeah, it was. um, Just let you do whatever you wanted? Mostly. (laughs) I mean. Well, when you're Look, a good kid, you can get away with way more I was shit. a good yep. kid. I was a good... I know, I was a maniac, but that was <laughs> the know. end of... Same that here. That was the end of my nefariousness, right. like... <laughs> right, a little mystery. So I'm a big weirdo. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I did that, uh, and and... And it was weird because even like tired, jaded over it teens would be like, I really like when you do it early in the morning because it's really fun oh and you wake me up. And I was like, cool, great, good. Oh my God, you were That's famous. <laughs> I should have gone down to Florida to have a morning drive time See? DJ duo with you. That was, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no reason why we can't do that right now. In every possible reality, <laughs> this is happening. Every single one. Bam, bam, bam. Lo siento, puto uno. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> shocking, not shocking. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I think it would be pretty amazingly surprising if I just started, like, DJing right now in Spanish. I think that that would be pretty I feel like you could. I mean. (laughs) I feel like you could. This feels like a lot of pressure right now. This was not. uh, 
This was a New York thing that happened, and it actually also involved my husband. Um, and this is not the first time I have ever done anything like that, but this was the the first time that I was like, I'm tired of these assholes, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to stand idly by, like, as long as I feel safe standing up to someone in New York. If I don't feel safe, sorry, everybody's on their own. I will call the cops if I think that someone's mm-hmm. getting harassed or hurt. But I mm-hmm. I can tell pretty quickly in the moment whether I think I can handle myself. And uh, it was late, late at night. And the path train, the path train, for those who don't know, um, the subway is the underground train that goes around in New York. And the path train goes from New York to New Jersey. So it's a separate, separate whole thing. It smells distinctly like sneakers. I don't know why. <laughs> it it's weird. Like the updraft yeah. as you're walking down. I you're think like, it's oh, linoleum or something. Maybe. I kind of miss that smell. I haven't smelled it in two months. Um, but <laughs> I also am not dying of COVID. So that's good too. So There are benefits. Um, I <clears throat> Late at night is the, like the trash people train. And it gets packed, 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 and people are drunk, drunk, drunk. And Don, my husband, and I were on this train, and this guy, I was not super drunk. I was sober enough to feel like I could have this interaction without <laughs> having regrets about what I might or might not do. Um, there were these two guys. It stops in Hoboken first, which is, uh, people call it Broboken or Hoboken. Um, it is baby bankers. It is frat boys and where frat boys go to die. It's my friend Kelly's joke. Um, and it is so norm core that it's painful. It's like someone might actually call another person bro at any moment with no irony. And people wait, oh. wait outside in lines to get into terrible bars because uh, whatever. It's You know exactly what I'm talking about. There's no weirdness to it at all anymore. It's just. It's all pretentious. Sucky fratty fucks so on this particular night um there were these two guys who i think were talking about going to i think they maybe were going to stevens which is the college that's in um in hoboken and i think that they were talking about going to mit and this was this is the first thing that made me go because the guy was like yeah man i'm going to mit because i like to fuck asian girls and i was like oh cool there's a real piece of shit around here. I can smell it. Um, and so I like my ears perked up and I think I was reading Game of Thrones on my phone. Whatever. I was trying not to pay attention. Um, and then he kept, they kept talking about that. And then he started making up lies about something that I knew was, to, was not true to his friend who was like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool, cool. And then they started pointing at every single person on the train being like, drunk, not drunk. Oh, that girl's going to shit her pants. Oh, that girl's going to blow me and she's drunk. Like, just like saying something about every single person on the train. So I, I, Don, Don, Don gets a very, also righteous indignation. Um, I could feel his tension. I walked right up on this guy who was standing and I grabbed the um, bar over his head and I literally looked at my phone and leaned the entire weight of my body on him. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I just kept in his space because there's nowhere to go. Like I stood up and leaned on him. There's nowhere to go unless he like scooted around me and sat in the seat that I gave up. Uh, 
all the way into the tunnel. <laughs> all the way into the Hudson. Oh my god, you badass. And then I don't remember what else happened, but they kept being shitheads and Don joined in somehow. And then this fucker got in my way as I was trying to get off the train. Um, like literally stood in my way. And I looked him in the eye and I fucking tuned in Tokyo to his nipples. I twisted them. <gasps> I purple nurpled him. And I shoved him out of my way. <laughs> and after that, I was like, fuck the white boys. Oh my God. Fuck all your backwards baseball caps and your bullshit. Like, I am going to. Oh my god. You shit. are going to be talking about the crazy fat girl who tweaked your nipples for the, or at least thinking That's about it. That's right. And then you're going to whine about it. And then everyone else at the bar is going to be like, you mean Lillian Bob? <laughs> the, the hero of Hudson County. <laughs> You should get those nipples framed. Uh, there's one time. I mean, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. And I was a kid. I was like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And um, there I was at camp. I was at day camp with Brittany. And uh, nobody liked me anywhere. No one liked me at school. Oh. Like, I feel like they didn't. I mean... <laughs> No one liked me at school. Nobody liked me at camp. Camp was only fun because Brittany was there. Mm. And that was fine. But there was a boy picking on me. Uh. And pretty aggressively. And because camp was so wet hot and there was literally very little oversight. Yeah, there's a whole and... we have a whole camp episode, you guys. So if you want to hear more about Jen's oh, camp. Oh my god. God, we do. That's a good, yeah. Lots of good camp stories. Wow. Wow. Um, so there was very little adult oversight. The counselors were, you know, mostly just super cool teenagers and didn't really give a shit. So <laughs> the kids could get away with a lot. A lot. It was very much action park, but camp. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I remember just my rage simmering. And then bubbling, Uh and then boiling and boiling, and I was like, fuck this. And I stood up, and I kicked this kid squarely in the nuts. Yes! Oh, my God. And it dropped him. Yes! Yes! And I kept going. Yes! And honestly, I really hope I didn't like it. Too. I mean, it's not like the kid was, uh, it's not like the kid needed medical intervention at all. I thought you were like going to say it's with... not like the kid was using his nuts. <laughs> well, he wasn't. <laughs> but I mean, no, I, uh, oh. I saw that that, I saw that that leveled him and I'm like, cool, I'm going to do this again. <laughs> Did you? And again. And again, <gasps> and I died. Yeah, you can get paid yeah, for that too. Just so you know, I I did, I did. That's amazing. And I've never uh, kicked anybody in the nuts. I mean, I'm not proud of it. I, I don't. Feel that's not good what it sounds it. like. <laughs> oh no! You should see the look on my face. Oh, it's very okay. remorse. It's very regretful. But what um, about the other times you did it? Oh no no no! It was just the ones oh, with this okay. kid. It but I kicked him and kicked him and kicked him. <gasps> Oh, God. <laughs> right. Okay, I misunderstood. Right. Ooh, you're savage, girl. 
I know it was like I don't know something just opened up in me that's great did you get in trouble I mean no praise report (laughs) praise Praise received no I didn't get in trouble I do very much hope that I did not uh truly injure this boy no I understand you didn't want him to hurt. I do. You just want him to stop. You didn't want to hurt him. I just want him to stop. You didn't want to be a person who would hurt somebody. No. But also, shut your fucking hole, sir. But also, shut the fuck up. Uh, that so that good I mean I guess you. I stood up for myself then. Yeah, good for you. Good I don't for you for not getting in trouble that because violence. that's the kind of thing that I would have done and then gotten in trouble for. I absolutely would have if it weren't that camp. <laughs> If it weren't that camp, I I absolutely would have because everything got blamed on me. Oh, baby, I was I was an undeserving scapegoat. Mom. My God, um, but yeah, no, and uh, and uh, I also took out my rage during a very very bad basketball season. I was playing basketball the year in seventh grade. And I was bad at it. I was terrible at it. I was terrible. <laughs> I know. From your skills in pickleball, I would have thought basketball would have absolutely been your thing. I was a floor hockey girl myself. I was terrible at basketball. I was terrible at all, all of them. I was terrible at all of them. Same here. Let's be honest. No, I, the fact that you would single something out as being like the most worst... <laughs> I don't sport. It was. Oh, it, by far it was, though, because something about basketball gets me really mad. <laughs> so I, I think it's that, I think it's that the ball is stolen from you. Oh, shit. That's mine. I think it's I'm that, using that thing. if you take, I think, yes, I think it's that either whether if you're dribbling or you've, or you're standing still and you've got it and you're pivoting and you're deciding what you want to mm-hmm. do, someone at any point can smack get out of your fucking hands yep Yep. that's the rules no 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 lillian Mm. lillian Mm -hmm. lillian ma'am i can't tell you how many girls i hated that i elbowed right in the ribs and what i would do was to keep them to keep them from getting the ball i would hold it and i'd pivot and i would shake my elbows side to side (laughs) Essentially, essentially stabbing at these girls. Yes, yes, ma'am. This is my ball. And I remember them being like, she can't do that. And I'm like, you can't bully me for eight years. Which part of this is fair? (laughs) Oh, wouldn't that have been amazing if we had all just made gym class the place where people were scared of us? That would be so fucking rad. (laughs) Oh, my God. If I had actually been good at dodgeball... Oh, I don't want to talk about dodgeball. People with with the kickball. I have some unhappy moments about dodgeball. I don't want to talk about that at all. Oh no, this is quickly becoming grudge cast. Grudge cast. <laughs> grudge cast and spider cast and hair cast and pelican cast. cast. <laughs> Please, let's not forget about the pelicans. <laughs> I still have pelican teeth open in my mouth. Better. I will never shut it. I people wear shark teeth. Yes! (laughs) What if I just get you, like, a pelican jaw? And I can wear it sort of like one of those bar necklaces? Or a tiara. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have never wanted anything more in my life. I'm gonna need you to make that for me. <laughs> Fucking manifest that shit. We're gonna Yeah. We're gonna do this. Writing it down. Get on eBay. Like an Find old person Pelican with a pen. Pelican uh, jaw. <laughs> done and done. You're gonna look at that list tomorrow and be like, what the fuck did <laughs> we do? Was I high? <laughs> oh my god, Ugh. so good. My biggest sliding yeah. doors thing um, for all, for the two entirely, where it was like, oh, something that, that wasn't just like butterfly effect kind of thing that was like a tidal mm. wave. One was choosing to go to my college, Flagler College. I was just talking to my friend Charlie about this. Like, I didn't have any guidance. I basically was like, oh, that place looks pretty and it's far away and here is where I'm going to school. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think that it prepared me to be a professional theater person but sure can anything it prepared you to be a weirdo on the beach with wonderful friends yes yes and it's not that there weren't people there who people knew what they were doing it's just that I needn't I didn't have the shape of what New York auditions were Mm -hmm. I didn't understand I had the tool I was a great actor I was not a great auditioner or job seeker Mm -hmm. which is a very different skill set so, uh, neither though did anyone tell me to take a class in that right away when I got up there. Doesn't matter. Uh, friends, best friends that I've ever could have ever hoped for from that. And then once I got to New York from going to Flagler College, like I can't the majestic, wonderful soulmate people that I met when I was there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it worth eight grand a year to get some of the best friends you'll ever have? Maybe. Sure. Yeah, probably. Probably. And to sure. hang out with the biggest bugs imaginable for four years. Just four years of giants. Of, By the yeah. way, mm-hmm. small note from Spidercast. I find it difficult to believe that the only spider use story that you have for me is about your makeup bag. No, no, I have more spider stories. I need all of them. Um, I mean, we'll put a pin in that. Spider stories. Pin in that. Pin in that. Spider <laughs> stories. I mean, a lot of mine are about the aftermath where spider bites were happening. But no, I got I got you. I got you, girl. Um, yes, please. And my other one was when I first moved to New York and I started doing theater with uh, Wow Cafe Theater with my friend mm-hmm. Randy Skaggs. Um, and then I did another show there. Um, those people... And I know that the friends that you make when you're making a big life change can can be huge. But you know how hard mm-hmm. it is to make friends up here. Yeah. It's that hard. It's so hard because people are already doing their own shit, especially if, if it's theater people, if it's actors, if it's entertainment industry at all. Because first of all, people are suspicious that you're trying to get in good with them so that you can get somewhere. There's tons of that. Mm-hmm. Like the, ne- the networking friends. And then... Then there's just you not wanting to have to get pulled in a bunch of different directions. Like if you make another actor friend, then you've got to go to their fundraisers and give them shit. Like being friends with other performers is emotionally taxing, whether we like to admit it or not. Oh, it's such a good point. I definitely feel that way. I can't tell you. Well, you know, I I don't. 
I adore my friends and I don't see this as a barometer of my love for them because I go see so few of my friends' (laughs) shows that unless they were like, hey, it's really hurting my feelings that you're not seeing my shows, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm really sorry. But it's just like, that is so above and beyond Mm -hmm. because then don't I have to go to everyone's shows? Right. All of these people are acting and producing and wanting me to go to their workshops and wanting me to go to, uh-huh. like, so I go to almost nothing. <laughs> like, like the equal opportunity offender comedian. <laughs> I mean, and I mean it with a totally full heart and usually because, I mean, usually because nobody ever comes up to me and is like, hey, I'm really proud of this and I think you'd really love it and it would mean the world to me if you were here. That kind of outreach would probably get me to go. Yes. But, you know, since all I get is one mass email. Right. right. Uh, my no. wonderful friend, Schaefer James, <laughs> who is an incredible musician, and I hope that you all stop exactly what we're doing. Like, stop the podcast, look him up, listen to his music. He's a phenomenal person and an incredible songwriter. Um, but, uh, he and I did a project together where we did burlesque to his original music and it was amazing. And I remember him talking about saving your asks. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh, yes, I Mm -hmm. sure do. Where if it's like, you can endorse other people's stuff and I'll share anything. Um, if it's something I really super love, I might give an extra special shout out on social media Um, Mm -hmm. if it's something I'm going to, I'm happy to do a little extra, but if it's just someone who's like, Hey, we are doing this and we need this. I have had enough people lose their homes. I've had enough Mm -hmm. projects that were super important to me. I've, I've had to make those big asks enough times that I, I do save my asks and, uh, you will know if I'm super proud of something I will let you know. Well, if you Mm -hmm. haven't come by now, you're probably not going to. And you don't have to feign interest (laughs) with me. Uh, Right. Unfriend me. (laughs) Bye. Dead me. Capricorn. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I love what I, I love this point that you're making about being an artist and having mostly artist friends, which when you're in a major performance hub like New York or Los Angeles, those are most of your friends. Mm -hmm. And it is, I've never been able to say why it's hard. I just know that it is. But such a huge reason is because you are somehow as a friend, both a constant collaborator, supporter, inspiration for, and then consumer of (laughs) everyone's art and ideas. Yes. And it depends on the art form, how much is expected of you. Um, For Mm -hmm. example, I mean, in a lot of industries, we joke about passing around the same 50 bucks. Um, Oh, that's funny. yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of energy that goes into having a friend group of all kinds of artists, and I think it's different too when it's people like burlesque where everything is grassroots. Yeah, Every, that's true. Everything. Yep. Everything is self created, and so at least you know that everybody's all in it for all the right reasons. I think oh, because that's fair assessment, but I see where you're going. Not. I know, what, I know what you mean. Uh, it's not as vapid as well. There's not. There's no big break. That's why you're right. Like right. stand up exactly. comedy, there's that competition. Improv, there's that competition. 
what the hell are we competing for? Like, why are we snarky at each other? We are... and stand up comedy right. for to a certain extent too. We're there to make the bar money. Mm-hmm. That's not like there's no Broadway of burlesque. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not gonna get your big yeah. break, kid. <laughs> You're just gonna get your tits out. <laughs> <laughs> and that is thanks enough. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> bless it tits to you, Tiny Tim. <laughs> so basically, you moving to New York, you doing Cafe Wow Theater. Mm. Wow mm-hmm. Cafe. So through through that, I met Randy. I met Duncan, who is my Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon friend. Um, and now my mm-hmm. brother-in-law. Um, I mean, so many people came out of this ridiculous gender-swapped production of Iolanthe, which is a Gilbert and Sullivan show, but not one of the ones you've actually heard of. Um, I mean, Marty came from Counterfeit Straight, which was my first one. I I mean, I could name, I could name so many, so many people. Um, my friend Jamila, who I don't stay in super touch with, but who I love so much. Um, oh, Clara, Duncan, ancillary people. My husband was Duncan's Mm -hmm. brother. And through those Mm -hmm. people, I met like, uh, Jason and Paula and T- Tessa and Rachel and Seth, like all of these people wow. who I love dearly. Wow. I was just on Zoom calls with this last week. Um, it created a whole community. And, and it, I was grateful too because I was receptive at the time. And so were these people. And that's so rare up here where you're like, I need mm. people, but I need them to be my kind of people. And then suddenly they yeah. all show up and have room for you in their schedule. What is that? Oh I mean, that is that your odds in New York of that happening. And for me to have landed in such a wonderful, warm uh, pile of arms, that sounded mm-hmm. nice in my head, but a pile of arms doesn't sound good. Regardless <laughs> community, um, I, I probably could have fallen down a manhole easier. For me, I mean, uh, forensics was a huge one. Yeah, yeah. Forensics like this, was a huge. I like one. this story. I actually have thought about this a number of times because I assume that you are a musical theater person, and I now know that that's not really your bent. And I just think I just wonder what would have happened if that had been where you wound up. Right. Not that it would have been yeah. better or worse, but just like how that would have informed your choices and if you would be mm. a different kind of person. I think I'd be less comfortable being myself. Yeah. It sounds like you. <laughs> I think I'd buy into more bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, thanks. I, uh, yeah, I could speak. We could do a whole episode on buying into bullshit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We sure could. Uh, I've bought so many bridges, girl. Oh, you know I have. Same. Um, but, yeah, no. I mean, making that decision, that was definitely a sliding doors moment for sure. It led me to everything. That's so good. It led me to it led me to finding my voice and my confidence and Gabby and some of the but I mean just the best most formative friends uh, I I would go on to have. It it helped me because I was at because if you were stuck in your in my podunk town, it was really easy to have just a pinprick view of what the world uh, was. Oh, 
Yep. Very easy. And because I was all over the state, shoot, Uh, because I was all over the state every single weekend, I was meeting all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds and demographics and um and and bigger cities and shore towns and I was getting a much more worldly experience doing mm-hmm. that. Um and experiencing their talents and their minds. You know, sure. I it's different. It's probably different. I can't speak to it with experience, but oh. I would imagine it's different if you're on a sports team. Yes. You just go there and then you play a game. But with forensics, I mean, it was all very emotional and intellectual. And you got to That's so all many people see so many people shine individually, which oh, is very different yes. from any team thing or theater, which is which is yes. by its nature a team thing. Like this is right. so this is it's burlesque. That's what it is. It's mm. it's burlesque, but with your mouth. Wait, no, but. Um, (laughs) that's what appealed to me about, about burlesque though, is because it was like, I didn't have to rely on other people and it was burlesque is just naked forensics. (laughs) Wait, wait, it's naked spelling. (laughs) Naked spelling. (laughs) I'm just imagining all the winners of last year's scripts. Just like, (laughs) I'm like, come on kids, we're going to do burlesque now. Oh my god! This is what you've actually been preparing for. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anti-disestablishment assassins. <laughs> yeah, that was a big moment for me, and it came so early. I mean, I was only fourteen. I stumbled into it, but there it was, and I, I think it's made more of a difference in my life than almost anything. That's so um, great. It is great, and it's so weird that that's just been the case for most of my life now. Like, I love it. That was a choice I made as a child. That's amazing. But it's true. But it's true. It's it's colored. It's colored everything. It's colored every. It's informed every choice. It's molded me into the individual I am. It's given me some of the best memories of my entire life. Uh-huh. I Best love friends. it. We need to start a gift basket list because the lady who roped <sighs> you into that definitely needs one. Oh, I would send one to Jay. Yeah. So um, that I mean that was a big one. I, a college technically was um, sure. Yeah. Although I would say even more so than college was not choosing conservatory. It wasn't so much about choosing to go to Ramapo mm-hmm. as it was about not choosing, choosing to not try out for Juilliard mm-hmm. or to try out for the School of the Arts in Philadelphia. Yeah, I had thought about that too. And I was, uh, I was scared that I wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. but I also was scared about the prospect of not having the kind of degree that I thought would get me a job, which in hindsight, hilarious, because none of them do. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sure. Right. It's not even a degree, right? It's like a certification. Yes. 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 It's a really nice papyrus card. <laughs> <laughs> With like totally. pop-up things. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh. I mean, I wouldn't say I loved 
all of the experiences I had there, I had I had some wonderful ones and I had some tough ones and but I think overall it was a certainly on the on the timeline of like what was meant to be, mm-hmm. it was a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Um and I met Andrew there. Um yes. but uh but overall, I think it was about not going to conservatory. And um, I made that decision in a split second. Really? Very impulsively. Uh, yeah, because I had been angling. I really wanted to go to Juilliard. Let me tell you what. As a working actor, I know a lot of people who sure. went to Juilliard. And I know a lot of people who have fucking PTSD from going to mm-hmm. Juilliard. <laughs> Very talented people. Very... Um, stable, talented people who that that training was very it should it should be challenging, but it's not that it was challenging. It's that it was fucked up. Yeah. Um. Have you read Cameron Manheim's book? No. Oh, what? Okay. This will be for my recommendation. Cameron Manheim wrote a book called "Wake Up, I'm Fat." And it was probably the first time that I ever heard anyone actually talk about fat acceptance. And uh, I don't remember. Oh, I remember. I got it because she won the Emmy. I'm going to say like 2001 or something like that. And Mm -hmm. my mom told me about it. She was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. She also wrote this book. Um, Do, do, do. She went to NYU. Which I had one. I wanted to go to Tisch. I had a... um, I had a professor who had gone to Tisch. I don't. I mean, I wanted to be in New York eventually, anyway. And if I had done that, I would have failed out of it. I would have failed. Um, mm. Like emotionally, I wasn't ready to handle it. Um, money wise, my mom wasn't giving me any extra money, so I would have not had him. And I just wouldn't have gone. I would have stayed <laughs> up until fuck o'clock in the morning. Right. Being in New York at seventeen. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's a bad idea. Real bad idea. Real bad. Yes. Because yes. that's what I did when I moved up here uh, at 21. I was like, oh. <laughs> sure. Guess I don't need to sleep yes. ever again. That times four. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was adamant about Juilliard. Um, and that only lasted for a little while because one of my best guy friends was going to Ramapo. And it, around Columbus Day... Um, I went to go visit him for the long weekend. And when I did, I just something switched in my brain. And there was nothing about it that that I was otherwise seeking. It wasn't in a major city. It was was in my state in a bucolic, beautiful area. Um, It was a small liberal arts college where pretty much everybody did like psych or you know like education but it it was beautiful and I just got a really good vibe from it and I was like oh and I did I did an early acceptance and I was set to to be um a matriculating student as of December wow uh (laughs) right right I hate Um, the word matriculating by the way it sounds disgusting (laughs) I thought you might like it. 
No, I, I mean, I it's like really that. You, did I like that you used it? Yes. But as a word that means what it does, I don't like. Matriculating is something you're fucking. It's misleading. It's something your fridge does when it's broken. Like, that's not something you do when you're going to school. <laughs> Matriculating is when an accident has happened. That's something gross and wet. And it's not like, congratulations, you got into college. That's ra- it's raunchy. Oh it's so God. inappropriate. Uh, and another another big one uh, was a workshop that I went to uh, ten years ago. Ten years ago, a free workshop I went to um, with a at the time a, a business coach who basically like her the way that I had been approaching my mm-hmm. career was like I didn't really know what I wanted. But Basically, I didn't, I had, the the only dream that I was going on was like, I want to be a huffer. And all <laughs> that it meant to me was like, yeah, I'm on stage sometimes and I'm eating cat food and that's fine. And then. Yeah, no, I, that was what I, I was like, I'm a character actor. I'm going to solidly lean into character actor. I'm going to, I'm going to be like this, the ugly stepsister in Cinderella. I'm going right. to be all those things. And then I was like. Oh, fuck. I'm not even making those things. (laughs) Right. Right. And then, like, there were some moments where I was like, all right, well, but wait, what would real success, like, if I were to blue sky success, Mm -hmm. what would that look like for me? And I was like, oh, maybe I'd have my own sitcom. And so my, my brain sort of charted this imaginary map that went from eating cat food and performing like off off Broadway to having a having a series, mm-hmm. and um, and it was circuitous. It looked like a children's treasure map, and basically it created all of these little tiny minute steps that were um, that like had to happen before that did. Huh. And basically, in my time with her with this uh-huh. coach, she was like. I don't think you have to jump through all of these hoops to get what you want. If you want your own series, why don't you just start focusing on TV? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and but that's why we hire coaches. That's and that's why that is you're why good coaches. at what you're at when you coach people too. Thousand percent. Because you have a very different perspective. We can't. That's why we have therapists. Like you can't look at your own uh, fucking yes. life. You can't proofread your own work. <laughs> Right, right. You have to get some perspective. And that's all it took. Within a month, Lillian, Mm. I booked 30 Rock. A month after I love it. By the way, I want you to know, and I think I've told you about this before, and I've got to fucking stop saying that because who cares? I am happy to repeat myself over and 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 over again. I swear to God, when you were on, when you were on 30 Rock and you were like telling us about it and then like I got on your email list and all the stuff, I swear to God, I thought that I had walked in. I thought you were already famous. I thought that you were like, been doing this. This is how you came off. I just want you to know this. You came off as like so fucking cool and collected and so together and like you were excited, but you weren't being an asshole about it and you were like. You weren't being a shitty name dropper, even though you absolutely could have been. (laughs) And it felt to me like you were such a fucking pro right out of the gate that if you had told me that you'd been a child actor, I would have believed you. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Thank you. You're amazing. And I love you. I love you, too. 
That's a good sliding doors moment, too. Um, I wanted to be a child actor more than anything. My parents were like, absolutely oh. not. And thanks, Mom and Dad. Thank you so much, Mom and Dad. <laughs> oh, we're so lucky Truly. that Marcia didn't make that work out because you know she fucking tried. <laughs> oh, who? my who? God. Of course she who? did. Had had two tiny baby thumbs and was in an audition for like um what whatever one of the New York soap operas was uh oh no. like they were looking for newborn babies I'm gonna say like four days after I was born it was like my mom was not recovered <gasps> she was not done Marcia getting knew. over having me and they were like open call we want very tiny newborns um and apparently. It was either that they wanted a baby who would make noise or they wanted a baby who wouldn't. I'm going to go ahead and say wouldn't, and I was probably the fucking loud mouth. But she, like, I had just gotten, I just clawed my way out of her vagina, and she was already like, let's do this, baby June. Come here. Oh, no. no, Um, no. Yeah, and if we had stayed in New York, I mean, I think about it, and it makes me a little bit sad because it would have been real fun. But, I mean, I was. Yeah. Up the steep and very narrow stairway, like I was in. Oh. I was in ballet classes as soon as I could move around in New York. Uh, I remember Jesus my first. Christ, Marcia. I remember going to the Capizio store in Times Square. I loved the Capizio store. The first time I went there as an adult, I, I, ha- I had such flashbacks that I had to sit down on the <gasps> stairs. Oh my god. I didn't realize it was where I had been so many times as a baby baby. What a fun episode. This was fun. This is fun. It was kind of empowering. There wasn't a whole lot of herk. (laughs) No, not not too much herk. It was That's okay. It was alarm. Last week was all herk. So I think this is alarmingly low on spiders. There we go for now. For now. You look out. <laughs> I don't think I do have a recommendation. There is nothing new in my purview. You said purview. I have old things. I mean, if I, I can recommend something on behalf of you, it would be to use Please temporary do. dye on your hair. Oh, absolutely. I mean, By, oh, I guess my new praise report update <laughs> is that I got more of my Lime Crime, and uh, which means I got the baby pink conditioner, which uh, I put in my hair today. Nice. And I got a jar of the bubblegum rose color, which I can probably mix with the juicy mm. and see what kind of custom pink I can make. But I'm very pink today. You'll see. That is the only... I don't know why I'm so anti my hair going gray, except that I I need some darkness. Like, dark, like the way you were like, oh, my hair looks better light. Right. Some color around my face I do think looks better. I have been blonde at certain points in my life, and I just feel like I can't stop touching my hair. Um, A certain amount of darkness framing my face, and especially like the red kind of brings out the pink in my lips. Um, Contrast looks really nice Thank you. you. That is stark contrast. Contrast is exactly. Stark, um, stark contrast. Exclamatory eyebrows. Or interrobang eyebrows. (laughs) Interrobang eyebrows. um, Darker hued hair. A bold, dark lip. Like, these are all things that just naturally sort of flow with your energy. Whereas I find that 
most dark things on me just... Oh, I've never even seen you wear black. I don't even know what that would look like. I... It's not... It's nothing to write home about. It's nothing to write home about. If I had a home, I would write home about you all the time, no matter what. I mean, I do have a home. I'm living in it. I just don't have anyone. There's no one else here that I could write to. And I'd write about you, and then we would both have our little special hoardy memory boxes that we would then read to each other on this podcast. Mm, No, I want to do that. (laughs) I still haven't made your cigar box. i got to do that. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm still not going to see you for at least another month, so. <laughs> Lame. 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 Honestly, there's so little that could get me to leave my house, but I'm pretty sure you being like, come over and let's podcast and watch movies and I'll make you things. That's like, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, is that all it takes? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, I... I am definitely, like, I'm about to go get my antibody test, and of course we don't know anything about anything, but I really am at the point where I saw an interesting meme today that was, it was like, how to explain um, social distancing to the gays. When did you, what, do you remember going over to your friend's house and getting ready for Pride, and one person had glitter, and everybody got glitter all over them? Except that, um. and Dan Savage just talked about this too, because you could make your own decisions during the AIDS crisis, where it was like, how risky do I want to be with my own mm. life? But the problem is, you go to someone's house to get ready for pride, everyone gets glitter all over them, and someone's fucking papaw dies. Like, that's <laughs> that's the problem right, with right. This, is that you're not making decisions about your life and what you are going to deal with. It's what you might accidentally fucking cough on somebody. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the room down. I'm just saying. No, no, it's uh, it's accurate. It's accurate. Not that glitter has never murdered anyone before. Did you know? uh, Did you know? And then I really do have to go. um, uh, That glitter... (laughs) This is now glitter cast. Um, You know what? No, I'm going to save this because I I have enough glitter facts... To do a mini soda on glitter? You bet your ass I do. We, we can't do a mini soda. Oh yeah. Wait, hold on. Are are you going to dollop me? I can me fucking about dollop glitter? you on glitter. Hooch magooch. <laughs> yes, I absolutely. Don't tell me I can't. I will never, never would I even think to tell you no. <laughs> Oh, look out. Camptown ladies sing the song. Doo-dah, doo-dah. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. Oh, my rec- My actual recommendation is to watch all of Christopher Guest's uh, movies and relive the wonder that is Fred Willard, who was an absolute oh, gem and one of I'm my favorite. I'm so upset that he's gone. Uh, oh, my God. Truly one of my favorite actors. I mean, really, possibly I, one of the I best just, people that's ever been on the planet. Like, I uh, understand that he has yes. some problematic stuff. I... Oh, I don't know about I his mean, problematic stuff. Fucking of a time, whatnot, etc. Mm. I uh, I don't know all the details either. Um, I'm at the point where I am ready to accept that someone who has made art that I love has probably at least done two fucked up shits. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that that person totally. is, should be elevated to sainthood. 
but I loved his work and he made me laugh until I farted. So. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. I will tell you also something. Why do I know this? I don't know why I, I must've read it in an interview, but basically when he showed up for the mighty wind uh-huh. as the talent manager, Christopher guest said he just showed up to set with that crazy shirt and with his hair all spiked up. And Christopher Guest was like, what what you doing, Fred? And he's like, this is what I'm doing for this character. And Christopher Guest is like, okay. <laughs> wow. If you're making Christopher Guest be like, okay. <laughs> oh. But he trusted him so well, implicitly. And apparently. Oh, my God. Right? And anytime he would do a talking head setup, he would just let Fred go. Fred could go forever. I watching him and Catherine O'Hara do anything. Oh. It's just and that's what I the few times that I did get that sweet spot in improv, that's mm. what I wanted. I wanted that feeling of yes. trusting someone so much that you look in their eyes and you're like, "Oh, are we mm-hmm. both Smurfs now? Okay. Like, mm-hmm. And they not only do it over and over and over again, but you can tell uh, that it, like, nourishes them. You know what I mean? Mm, that right, they wouldn't right. be fully who they were without being able to do those things. Okay. Now I'm getting, like, Ooh. real mushy. What? Oh, you are. That was profound. Mm. That's good. Good job. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. Hey, hey, hey. Guess what, what? Lillian? We Uh have a Patreon now. Did you know? I hadn't heard. Tell me more. Well, yes. If you go to patreon.com backslash all the fucks, you can find a few different tiers at which you can support us and get extra goodies at each tier. Ooh, if there's two things I like, it's tiers and goodies. I thought the same thing. So come on and be an official patron fuck buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so happy to have your support and your ears. And thanks for letting us hug them over and over and over. Absolutely. And also, if you, uh, uh, we're going to set up a Venmo real soon. So if you are not interested in like oh, doing yeah. a, an ev- if, if commitment is a problem for you, which I understand, same Z's, I <laughs> feel like I want to join Ipsy. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do that every month. Um, Ugh. Uh, you can just throw, throw a couple bucks our way so that we can make Jen that sweet, sweet pelican jaw tiara that she needs. Yes, please. Oh my God, you guys, I need it so badly. <laughs> Lillian goes to Google how much a pelican jaw goes for on the black market. <laughs> can you imagine me trying to figure out the dark web? No, I don't Dude, even... I know you've got a guy down in Florida. Yeah, I got two people. I know you've got a guy. I got two bone people right now. I got two people I could call to get me bone some bones. Oh, I feel like there's more than that. I don't trust those other ones. I got two people I trust to get me some bones. <laughs> this has been Bayon Cast. <laughs> She's in Bayon! <laughs> Shut the fuck up for real! <laughs> All right. Close us out with some Peter and the Wolf, my dear. That was the hustle. (laughs) I know. I know it was. What if it was a piccolo doing the hustle? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, Do, do, do.
spit all the fucks. Every last fuck. <laughs> every last fuck. Night night termites. <sighs> oh.